Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. The gentleman we have as a guest today, Harold Besnos, is a wonderful man who loves his country, loves the state of Israel, has been a crusader against anti-Semitism that has been growing in the United States and overseas, and um, a great patriot. He is the co-founder and partner of Beztac Companies. For more than six decades, Beztac has developed, built, managed, and invested in commercial, industrial, and residential real estate throughout the U.S. Today, Beztac owns and manages a diverse portfolio of over 25,000 units, including commercial, office, retail, senior living, and multifamily residential real estate, and continues to develop and construct new properties as well as renovate existing properties to add value or reposition them in the market. Bestac also offers comprehensive and customizable property management services for companies seeking to generate higher revenues from their assets while improving overall performance. Now, I've talked to Harold Beznos many times about anti-Semitism and the campuses across the United States. And he has mentioned a book, uh, The Abandonment of Jews. Let's talk about this threat of anti-Semitism in the U.S. and worldwide. Harold Besnos. I think, I think first of all, that anti-Semitism is a very, very bad thing. And it is something that should not be in the United States. The individuals that do that, and work on that stuff should be, uh, <clears throat> they should be actually uh, um, dealt with by the federal U.S. government. Because <clears throat> if we would let it continue, and it continued to grow and grow, it would create the things that happened to <clears throat> Europe, the Europeans. And uh, those were very bad things. And why do I say that? I say that because of the experience my parents had. My mother and father came from Poland. And my mother came here when she was around 30. And she worked in New York and became a citizen. And then went back to Poland for a while, uh, just maybe a month or so and came back with my father as a married couple. Unfortunately, what happened is when she came back, she wanted to bring her parents and some of her family members here, but they refused to do that. And uh, my mother's family was killed. And it was 
buried in a, a grave. And it's a sad scenario, a sad thing to think about it. My, mar- my mother was a very wonderful woman, and she was dedicated. She came here, she went to work, became a citizen, and wanted to bring it. But during that period of time, anti-Semitism was so strong that the Jewish people were not allowed the true life that should be had. They refused to have her and her family come here, which is terrible because she was working hard and so forth. My father's brother was in the Polish army. My father was in the, at one time in the Polish army. So those individuals were good people in that country, and they had anti-Semitism there. Anti-Semitism in the United States is an unusual factor. It may have started during the war, and it continues uh, a little bit here. And if it if it comes up and becomes a very uh, significant factor, it will ruin this country because it's bad, and it should not. And it's not true. It's a it's a bad factor. I don't understand how people come up with some of those things. And I. Remember as a child that that didn't exist. When I went to school, there was no anti-Semitism. And I was a little boy there, and my parents were working hard and so forth. Now, my father, when he came here to the United States, and I'm bringing this out to you Mm -hmm. because I wanted to tell you about his story. My father in Europe worked, and they had a, um, a, like a farm, but it wasn't quite a farm, and they stored wheat, and my father went all through uh, countries around Poland and sold wheat to them, and he was very successful. When he came here, he spoke eight languages, and he got a job as a salesman in an insurance company. And he was the number one salesperson in the country. That shows you how dedicated he was. And what he was doing was trying to help the immigrants here and and also the citizens that were citizens here. And he worked very hard as an insurance salesman and he was awarded a special prize as the top salesman in the country at that time and had a big party for him, I was told. And uh, <clears throat> my father, he was a great man, and he didn't experience anti-Semitism in the United States. I, uh, I'm assuming that it happened in Poland to some extent. And to some extent, it didn't exist. Because if you go to Poland and you they built a special museum, this is very important, they built a special museum for over a thousand years, we're saying. And if you go there and you take it and look at it and you see what the Jewish community did for Poland, you would be amazed. You would be 
excited about it and would want it here as much as it was there. Let's and my talk. father started mm-hmm. a good business, started work hard, and taught me what to do. And well, I'm just talking about anti-Semitism. And he encouraged me to be a lawyer. And I went to, <clears throat> I went to Michigan, New Orleans, Michigan School in business. Then I went to Detroit uh, Law School and became a lawyer and worked in the business, in the real estate business and so forth. Let's talk a little bit about the importance of learning about the Holocaust. Uh, I remember a few years ago, this leader of Iran, Abjadinidad, said the Holocaust never took place. And uh, you know it took place from what your family and relatives went through. My parents were in Warsaw, Poland, when it was leveled to six inches high by the Nazis. Um, You have mentioned to me that we should learn about the consequences of World War II and that there were families destroyed. Why should young people learn about what took place in the Holocaust in World War II? Harold Besnos. I want to tell you that my mother, after she became a citizen, and I mentioned the fact that she went back to Poland on a trip, and when she came back to the United States, As a citizen, she wanted to bring back, she wanted to bring her mother or some other families, and the president would not allow him to. And for that reason, my mother's entire family was killed, everyone. And if you read the story about it, about, uh, uh, there's a book out called David S. Wyman, The Abandonment of the Jews. America and the Holocaust between 1941 and 45. My mother's entire family was killed. My father, his entire family were killed. And my father's brother spent, who became a soldier in the Polish army and then was captured by the Russians and sent to Siberia for two years, and uh, he cut trees barefoot. So you have here a situation where the United States wouldn't allow my mother's and father's family to come here, and a number of the members were killed for no reason, and uh, they were in the army. Poland, and uh, and it's a terrible thought about it. We're learning a great deal from a man who's been fighting anti-Semitism for many, many years, Harold Besnos of Michigan. If you're listening in Farmington Hills, Michigan, Buffalo, Montreal, or Washington, as we cover 17 states and half of Canada, Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. 
We have a plug here. Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegman stores for home delivery. Call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454. Give the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. I'd like to thank those who called regarding our recent guest, Matt Stevens, with the Honor Foundation nationally, Bob Collins concerning tourism in Ontario, and Bill Gregory, NASA astronaut. Uh, coming up, uh, we're going to have United States Congressman Chris Collins, who was the first congressman in the United States to support Donald Trump for president. Harold Besnos earned his BBA from University of Michigan in 60 and received his Juris Doctor from Detroit College of Law, now Michigan State University College Law in 64. In March of 2015, Harold Besnos was the recipient of the MSU College of Law Jewish Legal Society Alumni Achievement Award. A man who has been fighting anti-Semitism for decades, our guest today, Harold Besnos, on the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. Now, we have uh, some Congress representatives who have been highly critical of Israel, condemning Israel, (laughs) on the floor of the House of Representatives. You have said this is crazy. You have said this is irresponsible. What should we do? Harold Besnos. Well, I think we should do something in this country uh, in, in a way. You look at Poland, and in Poland there's something that happened that is very interesting. And I happened to be there at the time. The Jewish people were were in Poland for I think it's a, a thousand years, and they built the Jewish and the general people in Warsaw built this magnificent museum and showed what the Jewish population did for that country, and it's absolutely amazing, amazing. If any of you were interested in finding out about that, I think you should uh, uh, call me or you should call the gentleman that is speaking to you. We would arrange where we would get you information, and I think to learn it and see what the Jewish community did for them, it's amazing. You. And if you want to talk about anti-Semitism, I'd like to mention, for example, my father. My father worked, and his family worked in Poland a great deal, and he traveled all through, and he spoke eight languages. And when he came into this country, um, one of the things, he couldn't find a job, and he happened to meet somebody at some uh, restaurant or bar, and he spoke with that person, and that person spoke to him, 
And he liked the fact that my father spoke so many languages. So my father took a job from an insurance company, and he became the highest salesman in the country that year. And there was an amazing party for him. And if you can imagine that, here he was. He spent time in Poland. He came here. He uh, couldn't find a job, and he basically did find a job, and he went into the insurance business. And while he was in that business, one of his clients had some problems with their house, so he took care of that and got it sold. And he liked that, and he went into the real estate business. And when I was about 12, I I was very, I loved my father, and I was very proud of him because I used to, I, I lived about a half a block away, I used to go to the office, and my dad loved lawyers. He loved the idea of people following the law and stuff. And one of the things that, one of the things that I was trying to do is I was trying to work on an arrangement with Michigan State on them teaching that the foundation of our legal system is based on Jewish law. Now, how could you be an anti-Semite and so forth if that's true? Well, that is true. It is true. You just take one simple little thing of self-incrimination that was put in to the uh, our Constitution, and and that's a very important situation. So that if we had didn't have that, we would have had a lot of people put in jail where they shouldn't. But this was the basic law of the Jewish law, and there's many other things that could be happening and so forth. And you take, for example, Christianity, uh, Catholic, it follows Jewish law. It. Jewish law doesn't tell you what you should do. It tells you what you shouldn't do. And it does tell you how to be a better person, how to improve your life, how do you take care of your family, how do you take care of your friends. And that's important. You learn that in school, and you should learn it in school. But in today's world, things are getting bad because the schools are not doing it. And I remember going... I've gone to several schools, and I find that the school system is not as good as it was. And I think we, as American citizens, should do our best to ensure that the professors in there, when they give lectures, it's true, and it's not exaggerated. And I know from some of the universities that they are allowing uh, poor and not allowing the right structures. And many of them are not, uh, are not recognizing how important Israel is to the world and to ourselves, too. Uh, it is protecting it, and at least the Jewish people have a protection which we didn't have for years. And it's a sad story, sad, sad story. We're learning a great deal from a man who's fought anti-Semitism for many, many years, Harold Besnos of Michigan, and he's co-founder and partner of the Besdak Companies, uh, 
tremendous company. They manage a portfolio of 25,000 units, uh, commercial, office, retail, senior living, and multifamily residential real estate. Uh, tremendous entrepreneur. Our guest today, if you're listening in Detroit, uh, Buffalo, Toronto, or Manhattan, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Harold Besnos is also a member of various national and international nonprofit organizations and charities, both religious and secular. He currently sits on the board of directors of the Republican Jewish Coalition and was recently appointed to the World Jewish Congress International Leadership Council. Harold Besnos is also a member of the Board of Governors of Yeshiva Beth Yehuda Schools in B'nai B'rith. He was the former Associate Chairman of the Greater Metropolitan Detroit State of Israel Bonds Executive Board and a former member of the Israeli Bond National Planning Board. Tremendous leader giving back to his country. Let's talk about white supremacy. And I know you're 81 years old. You're a supporter of the U.S., and you thank America. And how do you feel about efforts with white supremacy in the United States and worldwide? It's kind of, I don't have any experience associated with that. And uh, from uh, outside looking at it, I would find it very appalling if it were, in fact, true. I don't think it's a big factor. I think if if it's a little factor, we need to get rid of it, and they, we shouldn't allow that to exist because they're not following the law. And if they don't follow the law, they shouldn't exist. And I think that that's very important. But you have other people that are not uh, that are not white, and but are uh, bad characters too. But we shouldn't look at anybody's skin color to classify them in any particular way. I think that uh, we need to work very hard. I I uh, I want to just go through a little more about what happened in the pre-war and about mm-hmm. my mother. Please. And my dear my dear mother came to the United States. She worked hard. She became a citizen, and and she worked hard, and then when she raised money, she became a citizen, went back to Poland for a day or two, and then came here and then asked the president, Roosevelt, if they would give her, and this is after she's a citizen and been a good citizen and worked very hard in a sweatshop, so it's like that. And uh, when she wanted to bring her family here, she was turned down. My mother's entire family was killed in a war. And if you had to think about it, it is such a horrendous thing. It destroyed my mother. My mother lost her whole family. My father lost my father's brothers. A couple were in the army and um, other things, and he lost two brothers, two sisters, and kids, and my mother lost her entire family. They were killed. I'd been at the cemetery, and I saw it, and they buried them, and they 
Ukraine people and got in touch with the Germans and I think the Russians a little bit. And they came in and they killed these people. I think you should look at a book called The Abandonment of the Jews. It's the American and the Holocaust, 1941 and 45. David S. Wyman, Ellie Wiesel introduced this book. I think it's something that you would all, and I wouldn't use the words, enjoy. I think you would be pretty sad and you wouldn't want to allow this to happen to this country because my mother's family, they were active families. They were working in in Poland, but the Polish came in, the Russians came in, and um, U- Ukrainians came in. And they would take these families and they would make them strip and they would bury them. The Ukrainians, what they did is they killed them, they buried them. And then after the war, you know what they did? They started digging their graves. Mm-hmm. And and digging the graves of these people, taking the bodies out, and sometimes leading them and having cemeteries. They wrote an agreement with the United States saying they wouldn't touch the graves, but they're destroying them and so forth. So you can think about what's going on in this world. We are the best country in the world with the best people. And I don't believe that our country is anti-Semitic. And if somebody poisons the ears of somebody, I think that that can be corrected. Good, good. We have a minute left on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. Why should we educate young people against hatred and the evil of hatred? Why should we teach the young people Hello. Yes. Saying, why should we, why should we teach the young kids, not to do that? Not to be hateful. Them. Yes. Not to be hateful. Not to be an anti-Semite. Yes. Not to be an anti-black or white. Mm-hmm. You just, you just think about countries around the world, and uh, a lot of these things don't happen. They're not bad. And you take Israel is terrific, and they're welcome uh, people from the United States and other places. I'm sorry we have to bring the Rusk Report to a close. We've learned a great deal from a great intellect who loves his country and loves the state of Israel, Harold Beznos of Michigan. Again, any thoughts or comments, please write to Brian Rusk at ESPN AM 1520. Special thanks to Catherine Zavazlian, Mr. Beznos' executive assistant, and to Kevin Carr, director of production. Thank you for teaching so much about anti-Semitism. Harold Beznos of Michigan. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226.